Hey! How you doing, world? This is Satori Shakur coming to you live from WDET in Detroit. This next story is from Maxie Jones. City Hall Wedding. What a brother wouldn't do for a sister. This is your ride or die story coming at you live. Maxie Jones. So in March of 2001, my sister Zita called me up. She's like, Maxie, me and Stephen decided to get married. And we want you to come with us to the courthouse and be our witness. I was like, all right, when? She said, Friday. I was like, Friday? I got to go to work on Friday. I said, listen, this is too short notice. And I asked her, couldn't you ask Maxina? Now, Maxina was my oldest sister. She lived right in Harlem, right across the bridge from the courthouse. The courthouse is in the Bronx. And I was like, why don't you ask Maxina? She don't, she don't have to work or nothing. And she was like, and she was like, I know she would be there, but you know what? I'm not sure she would show up on time. And I know you, Maxie. If you say you're going to be there, you're going to be there. So I was like, all right, listen. I mean, this was my young, she and I are the two youngest in the family of five. And we were really, really close. And plus, she had been dating her boyfriend for a while. And I really got to like him. And I was glad she was marrying him. So I was like, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll do it under one condition. You got to do it really, really early. Because I still got to get to work. She was like, all right. Meet us at the Bronx Courthouse, 9 o'clock Friday morning. OK. 9 o'clock Friday morning, I get to the Bronx Supreme Court. And I was amazed at what I saw. The place was packed. Apparently, the word was going around that anybody who was in the country illegally was about to be deported. (laughs) So people were at the courthouse getting married so they could stay in the country. (laughs) I could tell that's what was going on because it was all kinds of strange couples. (laughs) I ain't saying there's anything wrong with strange couples. There was just a lot in this one place. There was this one guy, he looked like he was like 23 years old. He was marrying a woman, she had to be at least 80. There was this other couple, it was three of them, the the couple and their witness, and none of them spoke the same language. (laughs) Then there was this couple, I swear they had to be brother and sister. (laughs) And the line was real long this way. It was long and winding like, like waiting for a ride at Disney World or something. So I walked up and down the line. I was looking for my sister and her boyfriend, and like they were nowhere to be found. I was like, man, I got to get to work. They got to hurry up. So I did. I went, and I sat on the bench for a while and just waited. While I was sitting on the bench, I decided to start timing each couple on how long they took in the chapel. And I noticed that every couple, from the time they walked into the chapel and the door closed to the time the door opened again, It was 90 seconds. (laughs) Every single one. This one couple had a whole bridal party. Photographer, flowers, 
wedding gown, 90 seconds, out. <laughs> and now, everybody who's waiting in line, there had to be at least three people which you waiting in line. There had to be the couple getting married, plus their witness. And I noticed that there was this one couple, there was this young African couple waiting in line. I noticed it was just the two of them. And you know, they were waiting in line, they were like looking around. I was like, oh, they, they witness must not have showed up. <laughs> As they were getting toward the front, they kept looking around, then they started looking at me, looking around. <laughs> I see what's happening. When they got to the front and it looked like they were like two away from going in there, I was like, man, I'm gonna get up and get out of here before they ask me to go in there with them. Just as I got out of my seat, get ready to walk away, it was like, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir, excuse me. Could you please go in there with us? We don't have our witness. And, and, and at first I was like, hey, look, man, look, I gotta get to work. But then I realized it's just 90 seconds. I was like, all right, I'll go in there with y'all. <laughs> I went in there with them, did the 90 seconds, I signed my name, we were on our way out, and the judge says to every couple, congratulations, best of luck to you all. And as we were walking out, I turned to the judge and I said, you might see me again today because <laughs> I'm actually here to witness for my sister and her fiance. And the judge was like, not today. I said, what you mean? The judge said, you can only witness for one couple per day. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like, but hold up. I said, I've been here before, and I've seen people witness for numerous people. She was like, that's exactly right. Because see, there were guys and women who would go to the courthouse and just hang out all day and make money witnessing for people. And that would really like invalidate the whole thing. So they decided to make this rule where you could only witness for one today. So I was like, listen, could you make at least one exception, please? And she was like, no, if I, if I make an exception for you, I would have to do that for a whole bunch of other people. I was like, oh man, I sure hope they change their minds. <laughs> and so we were walking out the chapel door and who's standing outside the chapel door? My sister, and she's looking, where he at, where he at? I come out the door, she's like, oh my goodness, Maxie, I'm so happy to see you. I was so afraid I wasn't gonna get married today. I was like, um, yeah, about that. She's like, what are you talking about, what's the matter? I said, listen, I just went in with that couple because y'all weren't here. So I went in with that couple, and then the judge told me I can only witness for one couple today, for each day. My sister went from, I'm so happy to see you two. What the fuck did you just say to me just now? <laughs> her boyfriend was leaning up against the wall. When he saw her face, he came, he ran over. It was like slow motion. He was like, what happened now? She was like, did you see what he just did to me? And he was like, what happened, what happened? And when my sister told him what happened, he was like, that, he was like, look, that's okay, we'll just come back another day. 
do it, do it next week or something. My sister was like, I want to get married today. I made plans for this weekend for us to celebrate our marriage. And he just fucked it up. As newsrooms across the country close their doors, independent and unbiased journalism is more crucial than ever. We rely on you just like you rely on us. This spring fundraiser, join us in protecting public media. Your support keeps us thriving. Invest in WDET's next chapter at WDET.org or tap donate in our mobile app. And you know, there were other couples waiting in line. So there was, this other, there was this other lady who was waiting in line to get married too. She turned to her groom and was like, did you see what he just did to his sister? And the groom was like, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. She was like, no, no. Then she was pointing to my face. If I was your sister, I would never speak to you again in life. And then it just started spreading through the whole crowd. People was like, what did he do to his sister? Did he do that to his sister? And you know, this was New York, so there was that dude way in the back of the crowd who was like, damn, that's fucked up. How you do that to your sister, man? Damn. So I was like, I gotta do something. So right at that moment, I, the couple I had just witnessed for, I saw them darting up the stairs. So I ran after them, and it was crowded. This was the Grand Concourse in the Bronx. I was running through the courthouse, and I caught them just as they were getting into a taxi cab. And I stopped them. I was like, hold it, y'all, hold it, hold it, hold it. I said, listen, listen, I need you to do me a favor. I said, listen, you were in there. You heard the judge say, I can only witness for one couple per day. I said, well, my sister's in there, and she wants to get married today. And I need y'all to go back in there and help me with this. I need one of y'all to witness for my sister. And they're both like, yeah, we would do it, but, you know, exactly. They're like, we got to both get to work and all that. And right that minute, I turned from being Mr. Nice Guy who really needs a favor to like criminal kidnapper. I was like, no, 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 listen, y'all don't understand. One of you two is going back in here with me until my sister is married. Now, you could talk amongst yourselves <laughs> and decide which one it's going to be. And so they started talking to each other in a language that I didn't understand. I think it was Waloff, because I had a girlfriend from Senegal. I was kind of listening. And then they decided that the bride would come back in with me. And so I said to the groom, I was like, you sure you want to send her back in there with me? I said, because you understand. If she goes to the bathroom, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 but I got to get back to work. And she, she has a little, okay. So she and I head back into the courthouse. We get downstairs, and as we're going downstairs, every single body who was down there was watching us come down the stairs, waiting to see, what did I do for my sister? And you know, the truth is, any one of them could have helped us, right? Y'all know that, right? Any one of them could have helped us, but no. They, wanted to, they just wanted the drama to stay. They left me out there. And so I walk up to my sister. I'm like, Zita, look, look. I got somebody who's going to witness for you, okay? She's going to witness for you. 
My sister's like, and just who the fuck is this? And the lady, she was like, oh, well, I guess I should be going out of here. I ran after, I was like, no, 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 please, please. I was like, no, please, just do it for me. Please do it for me, please do it for me. She's like, all right, but she cursed me one more time. We came back, I told my sister, look, come on now. And my sister was like, so, she's gonna sign her name on my marriage license? And I wasn't thinking, and I said, what's the big deal? My name is on her marriage license. She went to swing at me, and her boyfriend grabbed her. He's like, you can't hit your brother in the courthouse. And so he, he held her, and he talked to her. He said, listen, 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 listen. We're still going to get married today. Your brother, he, he got somebody. He still came through for you. You're still going to get married today. Let's just go in there. Let's get married. And at least we have a great story to tell. She's like, okay. We waited in line. We went into the chapel. We did our 90 seconds. We came back out. My sister says to her, my sister's like, listen, thank you so much for sticking around. I'm so sorry about the way I behaved earlier. I really appreciate you staying. And the young lady was like, no problem. You know, good luck to you all. And she just left. And my sister turned to me and was like, and don't you think you off the hook for that? I'm going to kill you. And I was like, you're going to have to kill me later because I got to get to work. <laughs> I left. I went to my job. Now, I got to my job a few hours late. And um, not long after that, I ended up losing it. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> my sister and her husband stayed married for nine years. When she was ready to leave him, she called me up again. Maxie, I need you to come and get me. I'm ready to get a divorce. Come and get me. I was like, okay, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. Saturday. <laughs> I'll be there Saturday. I mean, I knew that they were having marital problems. This day was coming, it was building up. She could wait a few days. <laughs> so Saturday came, I got the U-Haul, I went, loaded up the truck, Moved her to her new place. And when we were finished moving, my sister said to me, she said, you know what, Maxie? She said, I just noticed something. She said, you were there with me at the very, very beginning of my marriage. It's a little fucked up. <laughs> but you were there with me at the very, very beginning of my marriage. And here you are with me again at the very end. And then she said, Thank you. Thank you. Maxie Jones! <laughs> Twisted Storytellers is a production of WDET in Detroit. Recorded live at the Wright Museum by Connor Anderson and Rasan Cherry. Sound design and mix by Sam Bobian, podcast coordinator Joan Isabella, and special thanks to Michael Perkins. I am your host, Satori Shakur, and thank you, MGM Grand Detroit, for supporting season two of Twisted Storytellers podcast.
See you next time.